This episode of Radio Free Tote Bag is brought to you by Podcast Republic, a podcast client for Android. With over 2 million downloads, Podcast Republic is quickly becoming one of the most popular podcast apps for Android, and with good reason. Podcast Republic allows you to search all of your favorite podcasts, audiobooks, and YouTube channels or playlists, and stream them all on one platform. With automated downloads, you can even have your favorite content saved to your phone for listening, even if you don't have service. And you can synchronize the app between all of your Android devices. Download Podcast Republic for free on the Google Play Store. I guarantee you'll be a fan. Bienvenidos a Radio Free Tote Bag. Me llamo Donovan. Me llamo Arturo. Y esta semana vamos a... My, my Spanish is falling apart. It's falling apart. That was, was merely a ruse. This is, of course, English Radio Free Tote Bag. <laughs> that, was, that was very cute, Donovan. I love that. That was, that was off the cuff, too. That's good. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it a lot. Donovan, 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 Donovan. Have yes. I found this new it's the new craze it's the next thing it's gonna blow up all over the place um have you heard of fidget spinners <laughs> jesus christ uh, do you have you heard of these <laughs> i have yeah they're wow because i got to play Sweeping with one i got to play with one for the first time ever today and uh i th- i think i'm autistic because like <laughs> It, it filled it filled a niche for me somehow. Like I just they're good, dude. And I'm like, oh shit! And then you kind of like you like wiggle it a little bit, and you feel yeah, like the tension f- is like gyroscopes around. Ugh. centrifugal force or whatever. Oh my god! It's- That's been ever, me and everybody I know reaction to this things, or you know, was I think you're a little a little late to the game. What are you talking about? <laughs> But it's yeah, you're like this is the stupidest thing in the world, and then you give one of those just a nice, a nice firm spin, yeah, and then you're like, okay, I get it, yeah, totally get it. Yeah. I I feel deprived. I feel like I've really missed out on something. Well, la- binary last year was like right at the height of those things being everywhere. Peak fidget. Some dude in our camp, a peak fidget. Some dude in their camp bought all these light up ones and was giving them out to people. Oh. So there's just fidget spinners fucking all over the place. And my one buddy, I swear to God, had one in his hand like the entire weekend. Like we'd be dancing at a show and he's just kind of like moving around, walking back and forth, just spinning this fucking fidget spinner. That sounds right. just making his goddamn day. Oh, it was pretty, it was pretty cool. I'm totally here for that. Yeah. Well, how, how's your week besides, uh, Discovering the new craze. Donovan, Donovan, Donovan. I have a new craze I discovered. Oh, God. (laughs) It's called uh, CBD vape oil. Yeah. Yeah. You were telling me about that the other day. How's that that treating you? It's just, you you know, just chill chill out a little bit, man. That's all it is. You just chill out a little bit. You gonna order this stuff, or you have like a store you get it from? No, nah, I got a. I have a tobacconist. I'm gonna. I'm gonna buzz market a local tobacconist because they deserve it. Uh, they're called is Be- it Strauss. No, it's Bell's House of uh-huh. Tobacco. It is in Loveland, Ohio. Oh, wait a second. No, that's that's the one I was thinking of. Strauss is the one that's like fucking downtown since or whatever. 
Bells is great, dude. Yeah. I used to take my shitty fake ID there in high school to get snus. Shit, yeah. It said I was from Venezuela and was 23 when I was 17. <laughs> and the dudes in there laughed at me, and they're like, all right, <laughs> go for it. <laughs> yeah, good folks around that fucking place, too. So if you're ever yeah, in the, nice in the Loveland, Ohio area, go to Bell's House of Tobacco for your smokes and smoke needs. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Well, guess who had a fucking shitty, uh, what was it, Thursday? Who had a shitty Thursday? I was me. Oh, damn it. It was. I had to, uh, I went to D.C. to do an interview. Wake up at 4 a.m., fly there. I'm supposed to get back, like, that night at 8. So all, all the same fucking day. Get there. I'm so tired. I got maybe two hours of sleep. But the interview goes well. Getting to go back to the airport and all that. And there's a storm, and it's just the, the fucking apocalypse in the airport. Fuck. So my first flight gets canceled. It's going to miss the connection. So there's a direct flight, but it's on an airport. It's at an airport, like, on the other side of fucking D.C. You're trying so to fly like, out of Dulles? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had to go to Reagan. I go over there, and I'm like, okay, well, this is going to be a direct flight. Like, it's a little longer, but whatever. And then I keep getting the text messages about every 20 minutes, like, your flight is now scheduled for, like, 30 minutes ahead. Yeah. Till it gets to, like, midnight or one. There's so many people packed in there because nobody can fucking leave. People are screaming at the people at the desks and stuff. I'm just trying to, like, keep this zen mode going. And I'm freaking out because poor, uh, poor Picky is home alone with the door locked and nobody has the spare key. So I'm freaking out about that. And because uh, there's storms and shit, she's got to be freaking out. Poor picky beeb. So uh, shit keeps getting delayed. Finally, they're like, all right, it's here. It's like four hours later. We get on the bus to go out there. Fucking jackass driving the bus is just randomly hammering the brakes, knocking people all over oh, the place. Oh, God. And we get to the plane. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, we, we don't know where the co-pilot is. So we're going to take you back. <laughs> Like you just you just lost him? Like he fell out of your fucking pocket or what? It's not as if he's in a packet of fucking peanuts. Exactly. exactly. So go back. They're like, no, like wait around, it'll get here eventually. Like, no, that's not the case. It's fucking midnight or one. Flat out canceled. And because it's due to weather, they don't have to provide accommodations to anybody. Oh my which god. Is fucking ludicrous, dude. I'm lucky I had a I had a friend nearby, so I just went and stayed with him. But like most of the people there were just dicked. Like, we're getting return flights at, like, 1 the next day. And, like, yeah, you can just hang out in the airport until then. Like, we're not obligated to copy you anything. God, that's... Like, fuck off, dude. Fucking disastrous. Oh, my God. Yep. So, that is a bitch. But I made it back the next day, and now I'm here on the pod. How was Picky? Was Picky okay? Dude, she gave me the saddest meow as soon as I walked in the door. Like, broke my heart, and then I scooped her up. Now she's doing okay. She's sitting right here on the ground next to me. Aww. Hello. Hello. You going to say hi? Oh, come on. Come on. No. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. All right. Well, I'd, what were you going to say? Uh, I'd offer her a treat or something like that to get her to meow, but then I have to get up and do that. And I can't can't just jerk around the piggy. That's not right. That is, that's true. That is true. Uh, You want to... You want to get into these questions? Let's dive in. Scoot right in. Let's take a midnight flight down to Question Town. Wait, it's delayed for weather. Shit. Fuck. Hey, you know what? I'm the pilot now. Hit it. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Would it be rude to uninvite my F-23, GF F-23, 
from family camping trip. <clears throat> My GF and I have been seeing each other for nine months, dating for almost six months. She's going to be moving away at the end of next month, probably, depending on some stuff, and decided she doesn't want to pursue a long-distance relationship with me, but still be close, in quotation marks. I understand why she doesn't want to be in an LDR. It really hurt my feelings, but I accept it mostly. However, my dad is coming into into town in a couple weeks, and we'll be going camping for a few days. He's been planning this trip since last year. I don't see my dad often, once a year, but he's very important to me. I don't typically like to bring a lot of people around him either. He is a loner and also a bit insensitive, so it's been hard to have him around my friends in the past. Also, it would be the first time I've brought my GF around him. Also, he's not against me being a lesbian totally, he's just weird about it. Basically, it's a big relationship step for me to have someone around to meet my dad. I've been thinking about it, and I'm not sure if I should have my GF come now. I had already invited her, since it's, and she seemed excited to come along. I just don't see a point in having her meet my dad and having her come now on the trip, since she doesn't want to continue a relationship with me later. Am I just in my feelings? TLDR, GF and I are temporarily together. I invited her to go camping with my family and meet my dad, but now I'm not sure if she would come. Would it be wrong to uninvite her? Am I just being dramatic? And that was posted by Catters. Oh, catters. Catters. Kid ears. I don't think that's rude or weird at all. That fucking sucks. Yeah. Especially since uh, yeah. especially since she's like, I don't want to, no, let's not continue this. Yeah, exactly. And I'm I'm fairly opposed to the long distance relationship. I think that usually ends badly. My other thing is, uh, I had a friend who was just in this situation right when I moved here where, let's see, his he was going to be leaving for law school. And, uh, so he knew his girlfriend and him were going to be in different places. And he was like, Oh, we're just going to end it then. And they'd like both agreed to end it at a certain point. And I was like, I don't know how, how you can like act normal or just go about your business. If there's like an expiration date set in stone on this thing, Hmm. like I don't, I don't know how people do that. I think maybe, you know what I mean? Maybe you just go ham on the passion of it. Just try to, just try to hammer out as much uh, as much fucking as you possibly can. <laughs> uh, I get like I get you'd want to spend time with somebody and stuff while you can still see them, but that I'm the sort of person that would be sitting in the pit of my stomach yeah. the entire fucking time. I think that's called like, well, anxiety. Oh uh, yeah, but in, in general, man, fucking you know, if you're really into a relationship, it sucks being like, wow, like that was such a great night. Yeah, too bad this is gonna end in a month. <laughs> like, yeah, that would end yeah. every thought that I had. Yeah. Yeah. What about this dad? This bad dad. He's a loner. He's a bit insensitive. <laughs> what a jackass. Yeah. I, I don't know that I like this dad, Catters. Nah. Uh, let's see. No, no, no. Uh, just weird, weird about the relationship and stuff. No, it definitely, definitely sounds like a bit of a fucking jerk off. But regardless, like if you get a weird situation to introduce somebody with your parents and you know the relationship is going to end, like maybe just don't do that. that yeah, what's the point of it? Exactly. If it's going to be a struggle, and if you're trying to spend time around your, your dad, you don't get to see it too often. Um. Bring in your girlfriend who's told told you she's going to dump you soon. Like, that's, I don't know. That's going to fuck the trip up. Yeah. Not worth, you know, going through the rocky terrain of introducing them. Yeah. Yeah. I, I say not rude, and I say as far as, like, absolutely uninvite that. 
the GFF23. You're breaking up soon anyway. It's not like uninviting her will jeopardize what would otherwise be a long and healthy relationship. There's no point in introducing her to your father, who apparently takes a bit of warming up to people, only for her to leave and never see him again. You two have no future. Spend this trip with your dad for some quality time instead. She decided not to continue the relationship. You decided not to have her join the trip. Seems fair to me. What she's going to do, what's she going to do, threaten to dump you? She's doing that anyway, says hilarious in hindsight. (laughs) What's she going to do? Dump you? Yeah. Quote from girl dumped. (laughs) Did you see the thing? It was like, uh, what are you going to do? Stab me? And it was. That's that's what I was referencing. Man, Man who... Man who uh, was stabbed. <laughs> what are you going to do? Stab me? <laughs> um, we used to do... I worked at... Uh, did I Did I share with the podcast that I had worked at the Ohio Renaissance Festival for a decade? I don't think so, man. Yeah. I think you briefly mentioned going to that. I didn't know you worked there. Yeah, for uh, 10 solid years, I was a cast member. And on um, on the last day of the last weekend, we would just like change lines and shows and just like do crazy shit. And it was called "What Are They Gonna Do?" Fire Me Day. <laughs> how how drastic of changes are you talking about? Like, um, I can't remember any of the line changes because they were just like stupid throwaway jokes. But um, there was these dudes who um, I think their names were Adam and Andrew, if I'm remembering correctly. But they were like really cool, um, hilarious theater dudes, and. Uh, we had an event at the end of the day called pub sing where everyone would get together and we'd sing like uh, old timey pub music together. And, uh, I can't remember the context or like the line that they used to introduce it, but they, uh, whipped off their pants at the same time in front of everybody. And they both had cod pieces. I think one was an <laughs> elephant and one was, uh, an anteater or oh some shit. God. They both had like big rubber cod pieces. It's big. It was a big move. That's pretty good. Yeah. What was your What was your part? What like What was your role? Oh, there? I played all kinds of shit. My first year, I played King James the Sixth of Scotland. Uh, right on. It's beca- my favorite King James. Yeah, I was a visiting uh, a visiting royal because I was seven years old, <laughs> and that is how old uh, James the Sixth of Scotland would have been in uh, in fifteen seventy two, which was the year that our uh, our festival was set. Fucking hey. Yeah. Wait, how did how'd you how'd you end up doing this? Uh, yeah, your parents into this or what? Well, like my sister went and she was like, You guys, this place is so very cool. Arthur would love it. And uh you know, we got costumes together and everything, and uh I decided to research a character and I wanted to pick somebody from history that I would portray. When you were, when you were seven? Yeah, I'm a big fucking Fuck, dude, that's I'm, awesome. I'm a huge fucking geek. And uh <laughs> Yeah, like I said, King James was going to be, you know, the same age as me in that year. So uh, I was like, Mom, I need you to make me a costume so I look like a king. Because I want to be King James the Sixth of Scotland. And that's what I did. And I uh, researched a Scottish accent. Scottish is the one accent that's really fallen off for me. I can't do it anymore. Um, But I had like a kick-ass Scottish accent. And I went around... uh, dressed the part and like interacted with the with the street characters just as like a you know i was just a guest right yeah yeah but i was interacting with the characters and they started telling each other like have you seen this fucking kid like he's the shit <laughs> like go go fuck with that kid he's totally gonna he's gonna james the sixth you so hard 
And um, it so it went around the cast, and they talked to a whole bunch of people, and then they were like, they approached my parents and said, can he audition next year? Fucking hate, dude. Yeah. It's kind of a big story. Was, you know, I peaked early. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's fucking impressive, though, to be seven and, like, actually interested enough to, I don't know, commit and be able to get into character like that. And I mean, just be running around like, I'm, I'm bored. I'm seven. I'm What's seven. this? I'm the fucking worst. It's <laughs> my impression of most seven-year-olds. Kids are the worst. Yeah, man. Very anti-kid podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Take a hard stance on children. Yeah, they don't want to go back in time and kick my seven-year-old self right in the nose. Right in the nose and dick <laughs> and tits. Yeah. yeah. Fuck you, young me. <laughs> Fuck you, young Dono. Good shit. Good shit. Well, are we on to this uh, ye old tender question? Yeah, yeah, I think we're good with that's, it. We'll that's a Renaissance this. reference right there. Get it? <laughs> Tinder spelled with like an E on the end. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Tinder a date is possibly trying to set me up with his friends? Question mark. Didn't see that question mark coming. Met this guy, Bruce, in quotation marks, off Tinder a month or so ago. We went bowling, then got ice cream, had a good time. He's a pretty chill guy. Met up again like a week later to go fishing. Wow. After about an hour. Yeah, what? what after about an hour. <laughs> after about an hour, he asked if it's cool. His friend Richard, in quotation marks, joins us. I said, sure. Richard shows up. Everything is fine for a while. Then it seemed like Richard was low-key flirting with me. But I wasn't sure. Thought he was just being really nice. Until he asked for my number. <laughs> Said no, then quickly changed the subject. Everything was fine after that. Today, Bruce and I met up again to go golfing. <laughs> he asked if it's cool. A friend, Tim, joins us. Again, I said sure. Tim was only with us for like 10 minutes, then left. Bruce and I hung out for another hour or so. Then he had to leave. About an hour after that, he texts me and says, Tim thinks you're super cool and wants to join us next time we hang out. I said, LOL, all right. Then he asked if it's cool if he gives Tim my number. I said, no, and Bruce said, okay, NP. What's going on? Multiple question marks. Is he trying to set me up with one of his friends? This is a borderline yellow flag for me, so I'm thinking about just calling it quits. Any clue what's going on? No, I don't. TLDR, <laughs> Tinder guy's friends are interested in me, and I'm very confused, as posted by... Perfect Chaos 33. <laughs> it sounds like you are in a storm of perfect chaos. It sounds like this is like just a whole bunch of dads, like just gay dads. <laughs> and they're all going, they're going fucking fishing and coughing together. Yeah. I wish I knew how old these what? people were. <laughs> yeah, dude. Or, like, or, yeah, no more information than that. We yeah. need ages. We do need ages for this, for sure. Uh, maybe he's trying to get you to join a sex cult. I could be, dude. A fucking gay dad sex cult. <laughs> Which, by the way, is my next band name. Oh my god, you beat me to it. <laughs> we'll be post-punk. It'll be fucking great. Hell yeah. To be fair, if I was on Tinder and a girl was like, do you want to go fishing? I'd be like, fuck yeah. Like, yeah. I've been fishing in so long. It's, it's a good-ass time. Bowling, but... ice cream, and fishing all sound fucking awesome. Yeah. I don't know about golfing. I'd yeah, go golfing. A... I'd golf. Yeah. I got clubs. Yeah. 
I played a fuck ton of golf when I was a kid for some reason. And I was actually all right, but yeah, I don't know. I don't want to be the golf dude. You should come up here and golf. That'd be fucking rad. We'll, we'll Let's bring the microphone out onto <laughs> the uh, out onto the fair the fairway and uh, record in a golf cart, and then we can interview fifty year old dads on the golf course uh, about their relationships. Yeah, it'll be a special episode. I like it. Radio maybe free. We'll, maybe we'll, links bag. Radio free, yeah, <laughs> radio free golf bag. Well, duh. Yeah, I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. I'm writing that down. Okay. We're going to do that. Um, So, Tim and Richard and Bruce all sound like some sex cult dad names. It's fucking for real, dude. Bruce is my dad's name, so this is... That's spooked. Well. I can't picture anybody, anybody named Bruce is immediately, like, is just a dad. Including Batman? Me. Oh, yeah, dude. Shit. Bat dad. <laughs> nice. Bruce Wayne. Huh. How about that? Brew... Swain. Nice. Maybe trying to prime you for threesome when he find a, f- a friend you hit it off with, says EMS 177566. Yep. Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling that. I'm Pretty feeling sure that. he is trying to find a third for a hookup. Just wait. Next, he's going to be asking you to... He's going to be asking to take you to the Eiffel Tower, says Kitten Bridges. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, you're gonna be going fucking golfing at the Eiffel Tower. Yeah, there's no, there's literally no way it's anything else. In what fucking world do you like meet somebody on Tinder, go on a date, and be like, "Hey, like, what'd you think? What'd you think of my friend? Can can he have your number? What <laughs> the fuck does that? <laughs> yeah, this is this is weird. Some man. kind of dad. Like some kind it of is, bad dad. Gay dad sex cult right here. That's the name of the episode, by the way. That <laughs> Nailed, <right> it. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. Wow. So I say go for it. I say fuck these dads. <laughs> <laughs> fuck those dads. <laughs> fuck those dads. Somebody else says, uh, best case, he's trying for a threesome. Worst case, he's trying to pimp you out. Yeah. From Jesse Monster. Damn. Fuck Nate, dude. Ooh, that would be some slick prostitution shit, actually. <laughs> Just fucking tender date somebody and then uh, hit your buddies up to come fuck, pay you 50 bucks and come maybe get the girl's number huh it's a big business idea yeah that's just putting a middleman on tinder though that's just having somebody be a yeah, swipe finger exactly that's true like a fucking like a tinder uh, real estate agent <laughs> I don't know if that made sense no I love it I love right. tinder real estate agent Good times, Jesus! Yeah, he just invites like a fucking thirty-year-old, uh, uh, you know, college-educated, family-oriented white couple over, and like, uh, so I think you're gonna love this place. It's a little bit out of your budget, but <laughs> what the fuck is going on? <laughs> mm. All right, I don't know. I don't know how much. There's just I don't have any advice to give here. If you're into it, you know, all right. If you're into the gay dad sex cult, uh, if not, maybe fucking steal that golf cart and zoom the fuck out of there. Yeah. You might have to piece up out. That might be the actual move. I don't. I don't even know what kind of sound effect we have for this. Um, like maybe like a fishing reel, like <laughs> <laughs> or somebody yelling four. <laughs> yeah, 
We'll work this out. We'll work, we'll workshop it. We'll workshop it. All right. Get me away from these gay dads and hit me with that next question. Girlfriend is kind if hypocritical. I think it's kind of hypocritical. <laughs> My 17M girlfriend, 19F, is kind of hypocritical. We've been together for a year and I love her. She gets a lot of attention from guys, and I know she likes getting that attention, and she flirts with them too, which bothers me, but I don't make a big fuss out of it because then she'll get all upset. I got in really great shape recently. Nice. So basically, I like to post pictures of myself shirtless. Cringy, I know. So I myself started getting a lot of attention from girls too. My girlfriend gets pissed. Like when a girlfriend comments that I look cute or attractive, my girlfriend feels the need to reply and shit talk the girls and tells them to fuck off. (laughs) When we're at the pool or at the beach, she can wear bikinis, but she gets all mad when I go shirtless. Like the other day, a guy came up to her while we were at the gym and asked her for her hashtag slash Snapchat. Is that is that what that is? Do you give somebody your hashtag slash Snapchat? Your your number. Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Oh, God. God. (laughs) <laughs> keep, keep going we can do this <laughs> and she gave it to him and was acting all giggly Jesus fucking Christ I was kind <laughs> but I jokingly said wow looks like you're gonna go see your new boyfriend and she got mad it was a joke then we went to go eat at Wingstop after graduation night where our local plaza is at a lot of people from the schools hang out there our city is kind of small We went with a few mutual friends to celebrate. While we were there, a female friend that I know came up to give me a hug and asked to join us. The whole group said yes, except my girlfriend stayed silent. She sat by me and my girlfriend at the other side by me, so she asked if we could switch spots because she didn't feel comfortable having me sit by another girl. My girlfriend was flirting with me a lot. My friend was flirting with me a lot, and my girlfriend was getting more upset, and she asked if we could go home. When my friend went to give me a goodbye hug, we don't see each other very often, my girlfriend got in front of her and kissed me and kind of pushed her away. Then she says stupid stuff like, if I'm not enough for you, go fuck one of your other bitches. Which, okay, I want to make a quick note about the the formatting (laughs) on this particular question. Go fuck, spelled out, one of your other B with stars. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. What so, is going on so, in this comment? Dude? This is so strangely written. Yeah, so fuck's dope, but bitch is unacceptable. Okay. It's always like that. She always does stupid shit like that, and I don't know what to do. I really love her. I just need some help. What should I do about this? TLDR, girlfriend is hypocritical. I can't talk to girls, but she can talk to guys. Uh, <laughs> this was posted by Zanny's Help Me. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Maybe the Zanny's got the got the formatting. I fucking could, dude. I'm impressed by how you handled all the goddamn typos in there. Because that yeah. was... Yeah. Instead of instead of whole, it's e-hile. Yep. What? <laughs> uh, this is this is a fucking mess, dude. That's what they give on 4chan lately, is e-hiles. Uh, <laughs> wait, that's, that's really fucking good. <laughs> nice. Nice. Got him. Yeah, th- th- this is bad, dude. The, uh, you know, just taking the number from the other guy, but then being jealous of him with the things. Uh, this is that deal where, like, 
uh, SOs who tend to accuse you of being like really uh, paranoid about cheating and like checking your phone and shit like that, which this sounds like like a whole lot of jealousy. Yeah. Uh, I've heard that that tends to be like that's because they're doing shifty things like that, mm-hmm. and they know their motivations are wrong, so that they, they assume you're doing the same thing to kind of even the playing field, and because like that's how they're thinking. Yep. And that's fucked. That's the biggest red flag. Yeah. Uh, that there is. So. Uh, there they were. They just did you hear that? No. That was that? that was the air horns. Oh, perfect, dude. Yeah. My paws, my paws mm-hmm. fit right in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. What should you do if I break up with this person? Yeah. This is, this is fucking bad. You gotta get the fuck out of here. Because, like, you can make a joke, immediate, and it's, like, immediately following the guy at the gym hitting her up and, like, getting her hashtag slap Snapchat. <laughs> slash Snapchat. Um, <laughs> uh, immediately following that, you go, like, wow, looks like you're gonna see your new boyfriend. And she's all, like, fuck you, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Like you exactly. can't you can't even make a joke about like her giving her number to a guy, but then like a friend of yours comes up and gives you a hug, and she's all huffy about it. Like fuck that. Yeah, yeah. This is there's no way around this. There's like no talking out of this either. Especially they're they're seventeen and nineteen. Like yeah. I don't know. I feel like jealousy and shit like that can be fucking you know normal when you're first in relationships because. I don't know. You haven't experienced that. It's like, wow, I hope they don't, and you're insecure and shit. I hope, what if they, what if he likes her more than me? Like, yeah. And then, uh, you know, that on top of her fucking weird behavior towards other people, this is, this is a mess. Get away from this person. Yeah. You got to get, maybe lay off the fucking Zannies too. (laughs) uh, You can type a little better. I was going to say something like, uh, Zannies help you. Now RFTB about to help you. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. RFTB, the new Xanax. <laughs> Let's put that on the T-shirt. Ah, oh, dude, like a Zanny bar, and instead of uh, whatever's written on the little the the sections, we just write RFTB. Oh my god, that's fucking beautiful. There we go. We're dude. doing that. That's I got a- I got I to gotta talk to Herschel. <laughs> that's a very good T-shirt. That fucking would be. I'd wear that shit. Well, actually, I don't know if I want to run around a shirt with a Xanax bar on it. <laughs> Fuck. You just look like a low pump fan. There we go. Yeah. That's the demographic we're going towards now, dude. Let's get let's get a little pump on this fucking show. That would be fucking badass. Yeah, it actually would. I bet he's got advice. I, I bet that dude has been through some fucking shit. I don't know if any of these comments are worth uh worth running through. It looks like everybody's on the same page as yeah. us though. You should break up with her, it says Otter Rumpus. She's immature and enjoys the attention. Uh it says eight She's Sigma a jealous. Eight. She's a jealous hypocrite. Dump her. She doesn't respect you. She's immature and joins the atten- enjoys the attention. This one's pretty easy. Your girlfriend is not ready for a relationship. Accurate. Accurate, yep. accurate. Crack your rip. Get the fuck out. Crack your rip. All right. Well, I'd say we crushed that one. Yeah, smashed it. Ah. Let's uh, let's hop on to this next qu- question. A question. A That no. Question. <clears throat> Scratch that. There we go. I like that better. How to have sexual experiences at 29. F. I'm 29. Female. Straight. Introverted. Virgin. Have been on dates before with men. About two to three dates each. But never relationships. I also had crushes on some acquaintances slash colleagues. But I never asked them out. And at the same time... 
lost interest in them very quickly. Every time I think so-and-so is the one, I lose interest after a few weeks or months. Except once I had a major crush on a former professor for three years, but he didn't really feel the same, and so I moved on. I also had two male friends, but they have disappeared ever since getting girlfriends. All of my female friends are single, too, and thus no male friends. I have now made up my mind that being single is probably right for me, because I prefer older men as opposed to men my age. Want to move up career in academia. Uh, Alright. Don't want kids, a.k.a. extra responsibilities. Can't handle schedule around others. However, am curious about how to have sexual experiences at 29? Question mark. Where do men in academia slash business hang out? I am also too shy to go to clubs. TLDR, I am 29. Female, straight, introverted, virgin. Have been on dates, had crushes, also had heartbroken few times. Don't have male friends anymore, and female friends are single too. I, I think this TLDR is really just the entire question. It yeah, goes on a couple uh, more sentences. yeah, for sure. Uh, the was... TLDR should not be fully one third of the size <laughs> of the post. <laughs> Jesus Christ! He just took out like a few, a few fucking descriptor words. Yeah, as posted by dating is hard at twenty nine. I think it's dating is hard. Dating Ishard? Yeah, Dating Ishard at 29. Dating Gishard. <laughs> Dating de, 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 de Ishard. There we go. <laughs> de ting, all right, Dating Ishard. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's my next D&D character is Dating Ishard. Okay, big, big thing here. Uh, yeah, big thing. Where, where does it say this? Where does it say okay, Every time I think so-and-so is the one, I lose yeah. interest after a few weeks or months. Yeah, yeah. That is called infatuation, my uh-huh. dude. And you got to realize that you meet somebody, you think they're cute, and you like them a lot. There's nothing to do with them being the one, or it's going to work out. Like, Correct, Manuno. You got to go on a couple dates. You got to get to know somebody because you're not going to, you're not just going to know, you know. Despite what uh, romantic comedies are going to are going to tell you, rarely are you just going to know off the bat. Like, oh yeah, this is the person. Like, this is the one. So the fact that you're losing interest after a couple of weeks, that's just that's just fucking normal. Yeah, and there's absolutely. nothing wrong with that either. But, you know, just maybe temper your expectations a little bit. Absolutely. And, um, you know, don't fuck the first thing that hoves into your field of vision. But, like, you know, if you're trying to have sexual experiences, you know, just go out and have some sexual experiences. Get out there and bone. Yeah, just bone right. down. Yeah. Uh, let's see. La Fuega yeah, Blanca. Yeah. And if you don't have... Uh, uh, yeah, you're about to read the comment. It looks like saying the same thing. Yeah, yeah. You just need to get tender or bumble, says La Fuega Blanca, which is La White Fire. Nice. Hey, that's a callback to the uh, intro in Espanol. That was very good. There we go. <laughs> she responds to, thanks, I'd probably consider that if there are no other options. Very introverted, LOL. Well, bingo. I mean, I think that's the appeal of tender or bumble, is... Uh, it it eliminates all like the potential awkwardness and fucking scariness of having to walk up to somebody and be like, "Hey, uh, I don't know what to say, but I think you're cute and all that stuff." Yeah, and so and then also you can talk for a little bit on there, make sure they're not a crazy person, and that you know you're you're at least remotely compatible. Yeah, before you go and meet each other, it's just it just there's nothing wrong with it. It just makes makes things a lot easier, especially if you're introverted. Absolutely, you can you just like. 
Uh, I was explaining this to a friend of mine the other day who understands the mechanics of Tinder, of course, but doesn't understand like what what the criteria are or like like how you make a decision on somebody to swipe left or swipe right. And uh, for me, there is a couple of uh, instant no's, uh, including mention of a sports team in your <laughs> in your dating profile or a picture of you with a dog. <laughs> Wait, why, why a dog? I just fucking like you just, just like on my dating profile. It's a picture of me with my dog. I'm like, ugh. That's true. That definitely falls in the uh, in the generic Tinder bingo categories. Absolutely. Finch and I had a whole fucking game built out about things like that, including uh, let's see, uh, I love adventure. Oh God, C- Christ follower. Oh, I love my family travel and travel. <laughs> What? <laughs> nah, dude, I fucking hate travel. Yeah, travel sucks. You like traveling? Holy shit. This must be the one. Yeah, for sure. Mine just says, isn't fun the best thing to have? Uh, that's your Tinder profile? Yeah, that's all it says. Isn't fun the best thing to have? Which is a quote from the movie Arthur. Like Arthur the Aardvark, or is that something else? No, there's a film starring, uh, <laughs> shit, I'm gonna fuck up his name, is it, is it Dudley Moore? It's not Dudley Moore. Yeah, it is. Um, right. uh, film starring Dudley Moore, where he plays, like, a rich alcoholic. It's just like... Whose name is Arthur? Whose name is Arthur. And, uh, it has a theme song, which I'm gonna drop in. Arthur, he does as he pleases. Right there, there it was. Um... Yeah, you should listen to that. It's going to be very good. Hold on, I'm going to pull. I'm going to pull my profile out. I got. I got uh, really fucking drunk one time, and I was just like, I'm going to, because it used to be something along the lines of, uh, uh, I like me. I think that's all I had. Sure. And uh, the first picture was a picture of me eating an ice cream cone in the shower, which got a shocking amount of positive responses. <laughs> by the way, it's very uh, good. I should. I should fucking post that. On it's the, striking uh, on the old RFTV page. It, it is. I get. Got a lot of comments on that. Uh, but yeah, so I got got drunk and just wrote down a screed. Let me see if I can let me pull this up. Here we go. <clears throat> All caps. In this profile, Big Shaq is the greatest rapper of 2017. Everything right of democratic socialism can eat my ass. I can squat 425 pounds. Cats get a fair wage for their biscuit making. Give me a foot rub, please. They are very painful. Mm. There we go. <laughs> I love it. It's very good. Yeah, it's obnoxious, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, people people seem to like it. Reaction, Harry, white liberal. Ah, uh, yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Just put that whole fucking coffee pasta in there as a thing. I had I had a girl respond uh, to the everything right of democratic socialism can eat my ass. She said, uh, "I'm not right of democratic socialism, but." Mm. Dot, dot, dot. Mm. I was like, no, yeah. Best, best response. Best fucking response. There mm. we go. Mm. Mm. Yeah. But. <laughs> there, are no, there are no buts about social justice and a living wage. <laughs> Fuck that. Yeah. Well, no, I think the but was that, you know, she was a lefty, but she'd eat, eat my butt anyways. Oh, <laughs> she'd eat your ass. Okay. <laughs> All right. Now, now I understand. Okay. Good times. (laughs) Good times. Uh, I'm a little dense this evening. I've been, 
I've been drinking for a while. I'm fucking dead today, too, dude. I finally finished this long-ass fucking project, though. I made it to the gym, and I bought all my booze for Bonnaroo, and uh, so I'm, I'm ready to chill the fuck out until, uh, until then. Hell yeah. Yeah, dude. That is that shit that I do like. Yes, it is. Well, where were we? Uh, yeah, hop on that Tinder or Bumble. Swipe right on some fucking dudes. Talk to them, make sure they're not uh, fucking creepos, and then uh, just fucking go get a drink or two. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, don't uh, don't have your expectations too high. Just see how it goes. And if you like them, keep going out. Yeah. And then if you really like them, let them uh, smash. Twinkie hole, baby. <laughs> <laughs> what? Twinkie that's hole? An, that's another fucking David Allen Greer from uh, Love Line reference. Brilliant. Yeah. Good shit. I love Dan right. Allen Greer, just generally. He's great. That dude, that dude is the fucking best. Yeah. Fucking, uh, uh, he's got, he's got like a master's or something in acting from, or in, uh, yeah, from, in fucking theater from like Harvard. That wow. dude is insanely smart. <laughs> yeah. He's a brilliant, brilliant dude. Yeah. If only we could get him on. I don't even. <laughs> How do you get you know? Dag? Exactly. I'm going to fucking go out to LA and hunt his, uh, hunt his crazy ass down. Can't wait. Uh, I think my 20F best friend... So- oh, wait, hold on. <clears throat> friend zone. This is the friend zone. Welcome to the friend zone. Uh, <laughs> this is oh, yeah. our once a week where we uh, take a question that does not have to do uh, with a romantic relationship. It's just about, just about friends. You know, you know how we do. Friendly uh, friends. I think my... Yeah. So I think my... Uh, best friend slash roommate is using veganism as an excuse to not eat anything. So I've known quote unquote Kate for about eight years. And this year we are sharing a flat together. Kate has always been obsessed with the idea that she is overweight, despite the figures actually indicating that she is underweight, even for her petite height. She's about five feet. She's always had a very on off slash love hate relationship with food. And last month she decided to become vegan because she loves animals. I'm vegetarian, so I supported her decision, even though I'd personally find it very difficult to live on a strict vegan diet. Since she became vegan, she's barely eating anything, and she looks so ill and exhausted. Every time I offer to make breakfast or bring her out for some lunch, she'll find a reason not to go. Is she using veganism as an excuse to just not eat? Because I want to say it to her, but I don't want it to sound like I'm hating on her ethical choices when I'm not. TLDR, I think my best friend is pretending she's vegan to hide the fact that she's not eating anything. Posted by Hello Is Time. Hello Is It Me. Hello Is Hello Is Hello Is Ah, fuck, man. This is this is rough. That's pretty heavy, actually. Yeah. I've uh, I've had a couple friends uh, with eating disorders, and I think that's that could be a thing to. You know, to kind of explain why you're not eating so much, you know, particularly if you're like working a job or something or around people a lot, or uh, I, I guess going out to eat and stuff. If you have something like that to kind of explain it away, I guess yeah. you're less likely to get fucking questioned. And because uh, I'm sure that's not, it's not really something you want to fucking talk about. Yeah. But that's um, fucking rough. Yeah, that's rough as hell. Um, you, yeah. Here's what you, okay, here's what you do. You find 
a vegan restaurant, like a dope ass vegan restaurant with a buffet. Right. Right on. And you go, my treat. Let's go to in uh, Columbus, Ohio. There's a restaurant called Banana Leaf. Uh, it's a vegan Indian restaurant, and it has the dopest food. And uh, so, if this was in Columbus, Ohio, you could take them there. Uh, but you you offer an all expense paid trip to the vegan buffet, and if they turn that shit down, then what the fuck? Then what? You know? Then you gotta you gotta have an intervention in that case. Uh, I don't know, man. It seems anxiety-inducing. Oh, for sure. But like, if your friend has a fucking eating disorder, you live. With I mean, him. I mean, I mean more. I mean more for them. Do you think it'd be it'd be easier just to get the director out and and ask him about this? Or do you think that's something they're just gonna kind of dodge? I think they're gonna dodge it. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what like the protocol is on how you're supposed to approach this with people. But I feel like if I had if I had a friend going with this, I'd like at least a, just attempt to ask him about it. Yeah, yeah. And I wouldn't go along the lines of like I think you're using this as an excuse and stuff. But I just you know more along the lines of uh, like it doesn't it doesn't seem like you're eating a lot. And uh, I don't know if they brought up like it's because I'm vegan. Like maybe point out that they're not. They seem like seem like they're looking sick or something like that. And I'm worried about fucking addressing somebody like that, like that's appearance. But eh, there's got to, you know, what I mean, there's got to be some way to just bring bring this up and and ask them about it first. Because hmm. I don't know if I was going through something like this, uh, I don't take them to a restaurant like that. Just seems kind of duplicitive. Is that the word I'm looking for? Duplicitous, like, tricky. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because then, and then you gotta. Well, I guess if they you know, if they turn it down, you can have that conversation there. But yeah, yeah you know, I, I feel like the director out is probably is probably best here. And if you're not that close with them, like maybe talk to one of their close friends or a family member, and like bring up your concern with them so that so that they can address it. Sure, sure. It eating disorders are uh, a very very dangerous thing and are the kind of thing that you know you need support and help to to get through and uh you know my heart goes out to anybody dealing with eating disorders uh, anybody with someone in their life is dealing with it and uh i hope that everyone can get the kind of help that they need uh, ex- ex- exactly it's particularly rough because i think for most people like you, you had i don't know you had a shitty relationship or you're I don't know, just going through some hard shit in life. Like, your friends can at least, most of your friends have been through similar shit. Like, yeah. if my friend's going through something, then I could be like, hey, like, I actually have advice here. Uh, mm. It was fucking difficult when I had a couple friends uh, going through this, because it's like, I, I don't, I have no idea where to come from on this. I don't know what, you know, if I try to say something, is this going to make it worse? And I have no experience, like, with it myself. I don't, I don't know where to come from. And so that was scary because, like, obviously you've got to do something, but like, again, you don't want to you don't want to make it worse or make them feel fucking bad. But I, I guess you, I mean I feel like you have to take that risk because, like you said, it, it, it's super fucking dangerous. Yeah. 
uh, Sacy Alt says, it's a very common thing in pro-ED communities to use something like going vegan as an excuse not to eat. Is there someone else in her life you'd be comfortable with talking to, a parent or partner, for example, to see if they share your concerns? Yeah, I, I definitely feel that. Yeah. You gotta you gotta get in their uh social support network and see uh see if anyone else sees what you see or at least tip them off. Yeah, I mean, because that's true too. I mean, I by the way this person's is describing this, that's it definitely sounds like an eating disorder situation. Ugh. But it's probably it's probably best to get some other you know, make sure other people are on the same page and like She's not just reacting badly to going vegan. Sure. Uh, Art Vandelay, importer. I see you with a with a very nice Seinfeld reference. Uh, my ex did this exact same thing, and it turned into full blown anorexia nervosa because I refused to see what was in front of me. Take action before it's too late. Talk to her family. That's that sounds like the move. Yeah. Yeah. Even, get even maybe not not act uh, asking directly. Yeah, talk talk to the parents or, um, you know, well, it's just it's her best friend, too. So, yeah, either talk to the parents or just go after that directly. Yep. Maybe talk to them first so that you have somebody else you're talking to them with. I don't know if you stage a full-on intervention in this situation, but I don't know, but maybe so. You know, if it's you and their parents uh, and you're that person uh, struggling with this, it'd be a, a, a little less easy to you know it's one friend kind of cut them off and keep trying to let the let the fucking disorder run its course that's true if there's you know if there's a bunch of people you care about expressing concerns ah but again man yeah this this shit always bugs me because it's just i don't i just don't know i don't know what the uh i don't know the best way to deal with this is but uh yeah yeah, family sounds like the move look around see if there's any resources in your community um yeah, but you gotta move. You gotta move on this. Submitted twelve hours ago. Yeah. No, exactly. It's it's like a fucking suicide situation. You, yeah. You gotta go. Wow. So. Well, fuck. We can't end on that one. Yeah, we're moving. We're moving forward to another one for <laughs> sure. We gotta get out of here. Uh, but before uh we move entirely away from eating disorders, I want to bring the mood up just a little bit. Uh by saying that I have a skeeting disorder, so. Oh, my God. (laughs) No. (laughs) Have you heard of Death Grip? Are you familiar with Death Grip? Like the band? Uh, That's Death Grips. Oh. Uh, But Death Grip is where you can't orgasm with a partner. Oh, because you've been been holding your your willy too tight when you're uh, jerking it? Yeah, that would be a skeeting disorder. Nice. Is that what Death Grips is a reference to? Are you I talking really, about? I really hope not. Yeah, I hope so. That's goofy as fuck. <laughs> it could yeah. be. And it's plural grips. Like, everybody in the band is doing this. It's true. They've seen yeah. footage. That's for sure. They have, dude. They've seen footage of uh, choking the... Uh, uh, fuck. The chickity chunk of the Chinese chicken. There we go. Choke, Choking the penis. <laughs> All right, so what's our? We're having a good fucking time Choke. today, dude. Choking the penis. <laughs> yeah. Ah <laughs> oh, man. 
Uh, I think we have. I think we have two. Yeah, we got two more. We can hit those. What are we gonna? What are we gonna time? We're a little past. We're hitting fifty-one minutes. All right, let's fucking speed through these now. But speed with care. <clears throat> my twenty-eight M friend started dating my twenty-seven M friends with benefits. Twenty-eight F told him that he should date her, but not seriously. Now everyone thinks I have a problem with women, and I have a jealous bum. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay. Get it together. <clears throat> my ex roommate James started dating an ex friends with benefits of. Isn't it just a, an ex friend with benefits? Friends with. Dude? Yeah, it's an F with Jesus B. Jesus Christ. Not F okay. with B's. <laughs> dating an ex friend with benefits of mine, Lisa. I met her off Tinder, and she and James had added each other on Facebook. I had zero interest in dating Lisa, and things ended because she wanted a relationship. When my friend James started seeing Lisa, I didn't say anything. He then asked me what I really thought about us. I told him the truth that I am happy he found someone, but I wouldn't become serious with Lisa that she is good for him to date and become more confident in himself, but I wouldn't date her long term. Okay. (laughs) And I told him why. He told me that he agreed with me. A day later, I hear from my friends that I said misogynistic things, question mark, question mark. I found out that James told Lisa, and Lisa spinned things into something completely F-ed up. I don't know what to do here. I did what I thought was best to protect James. Now I am seen as the bad guy that I am some jealous hater. What should I do? TLDR, a lot of hate has come towards me after what I told a friend was leaked out to my entire friend group with a capital <clears throat> capital G. And this is from Throw Account 8872. Wow. This sounds like when you're typing on your phone and they have like the little predicted shit above that he just kept smashing <laughs> the fucking predicted button. I just I wanna <laughs> I wanna read that sentence again. I wanna give this another shot. Alright, hit me. Because it's very good. But I wouldn't become serious with Lisa that she is good for him to date and become more confident in himself, but I wouldn't date her long term. That, that's damn. that's predictive text. <laughs> it really it really fucking is. <laughs> yeah. Okay. T- spelling typo fucking errors aside here. What's what's your stance on this? Like your buddy's hooking up with somebody, you meet them through them, and you start dating. How how do you feel about that? Um, that I can be okay with. I can for sure be okay with that. Cause it's like you meet the person and you're in a position where you're just trying to fool around with somebody and they want to have a relationship and you're like, nah, nah, that's fine. Sorry. Not me. And then your yeah. friend starts dating him and you're like, Hey, good for you guys. Uh, and then the friend asks you, which this is, this was such a fucking dangerous question for this person to ask. Like, what do you think of me and Lisa? Well, <laughs> uh, I mean, it, it it we don't have all the information here because he could have been like, well, Lisa's the kind of bitch that, you know, like he could have like couched his answer in a misogynistic tone. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, I think really the the. Yeah, I think really the problem here is that James asked the question at all 
Like, just like, so I went on a Tinder date with a girl. Now you're dating a girl. And then you ask me what I think of that. Like, you don't need that information. I don't know, man. I, I get that question. I don't know in terms of like, what do you think of this? But like, you know, if I meet somebody, I'm hooking up with them. We're spending time together. Meets one of my friends. And then like, you know, we're not dating and that's clearly not going to happen. I don't know. I think it's right for your friend to be like, hey, like, you know, is it, are you into this person? Is it cool if I go after this person? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because the, the whole thing, the whole thing is a little weird. I, I'm with you that, like, I don't think there's anything objectively wrong with this. And, uh, you know, yeah, if they like each other, like, dating stuff. But that's, that's a little weird. Sure. Weird in the sense that, like, you, you met this person because your friend was hooking up with this person? That's, I don't know. I don't know about that. Hold on a second. Pickle is fucking ripping these cables apart. Pickle! Pickle! Picky! What are you doing? Oh, no, she's giving me slow blinks. What a cutie. No! <laughs> but you, you get me, though? Like, I don't think there's anything objectively wrong with it. It's just, it's just a little weird. It is just a little weird. Uh, a deleted account... Uh, posted four days ago saying are you actually 28 because we call this life strategy reading the fucking room this is your friend's girlfriend just because you used to bang does not give you license to overstep the standard boundaries if anything you should have been more careful what you say to someone always gets to their romantic partners especially once you get closer to 30 and a relationship starts to become a little serious a little faster if I were you I'd just apologize and let it blow over I'm tempted to ask what exactly you said. However, if the gist was that she's not good enough to bring home to mom and pa, then you probably said something fucked up whether you meant to or not. If your definition of girlfriend material had anything to do with her sexual history, of which you were an equal and willing partner or appearance, then you def fucked up. <laughs> I had post not deleted, you said. Yeah, I wish yeah. I wish deleted was still here so I could give him a shout out for that excellent excellent post. Yeah. <clears throat> See, I, I want to know what he said here too, because besides like the word salad sentence that we got, yeah. Mm. Let's see. Because there's one yeah. thing being like, oh, this this person has these negative qualities. Uh, that you should potentially know about versus like, oh, she's a fucking bitch, yada, yada, yada. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, there's things that could be said that wouldn't be problematic, but also the fact that he's hearing from friends and stuff that he said misogynistic things makes me feel like he was probably just calling her a bitch and all oh that. Oh, my God. All that good stuff. Oh, my God. I think I just I just saw through the Matrix. I think I just see, I think I can see what he said. All right. That I am happy that he found someone, but I wouldn't become serious with Lisa. She is good for him to date and become more confident in himself, but I wouldn't date her long term. Ah. And I told him why. Oh. What is the why? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. This is frustrating. This is a very frustrating question. It is, because I, I want to know if he was douchey about it, or if he, you know, was, like I said, this person has potentially negative personality characteristics. I don't know if they would be a good person to date, yeah. versus, she 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 sucks, she's a fucking whore. Yeah. 
Chia Ho. Yeah, she fucked you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. So here, all right. This this kind of pissed me off a little bit. This is gonna this is gonna be a little a little blasty. I'm not gonna name any names, but uh, there is a, a woman that I had a re- uh, a brief uh, relationship with, uh, who also had brief relationships with two other friends of mine. Right. Mm-hmm. I mentioned that I was having uh, a relationship with this with this woman to these two friends and they both com- like com- I won't say both the one definitely uh went straight to like hoe material like was saying that she a hoe or whatever and I'm Jesus. like I'm like but she fucked all three of us <laughs> like you're a part of that <laughs> so that that sucked I just was reminded of that and got pissed uh no, it's always a fucking comical bit when a fucking dude calls a girl a whore and they hooked up with him. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. That definitely sucks. Christ, man. Well, yeah. If you said some fucking shitty things, maybe fucking apologize for that. Yeah, you'll want to apologize for that. And if it's some sort of misunderstanding, uh, I don't know, maybe get the story straight. Yeah. I need more fucking information. Yeah, I definitely need more information. <laughs> All right, throw account 8872. Come back around sometime. We'll yeah. give you a tote bag. <laughs> he has negative 13 karma. And he fucking deserves it. <laughs> God fucking damn it. Oh, All man. Right. Uh, we got one more? Yeah, we got one more. Okay, I'm going to try to... Damn, we just hit 60 minutes. Maybe maybe, uh, maybe we save this like, one for next. Uh, yeah, fuck it, fuck it. Here we go. Yeah, we've been doing like an hour five, an hour ten. Gotta right. go fast, Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> Eat the fucking gold rings. Here we go. I, 25F, am a bridesmaid in a good friend's 24F wedding. Everyone was given a plus one except for me. Bride says it's because she quote-unquote forgot, but now it's too late. Am I right to be upset slash drop out? Okay, so I've known Allison for seven years, since university. She's getting married in March. I've been asking to be a bridesmaid, and it's a destination wedding in the Bahamas. So I was told that plus ones for the bridesmaids were certain, especially since all of us were using plenty of vacation days and flying out ourselves. However, the invitations recently went out, and I noticed that I was not given a plus one for my fiancé of five years. We were recently engaged. I asked the bride, and she feigned ignorance and ultimately admitted that she quote-unquote forgot. No apology or anything, just that she must have forgotten, and now that the guest books are full, they literally cannot accommodate one more person. I was really annoyed. The wedding takes over three days, and my fiancé and I were going to fly out for five days in total. Since neither of us get many paid vacations, this was going to be our big one for this year. However, I really don't want to go just to have him wander around the hotel. The wedding location is really far from the main cities. We were told to book at the hotel they found. So if I go to this wedding, then we would have to wait until next year to have another international vacation. I'm just really mad. I was given basically no explanation. All the other bridesmaids slash guests were given their plus ones, even if they weren't in serious relationships. 
Am I right to be upset over this? I've done so much for this wedding. I literally handmade the bridesmaid dresses and helped her organize the venue, etc. The least she could do is remember my fiance, but she couldn't. She also said that someone else can't give me their plus one for some reason. It's like she just doesn't want my fiance to come, but won't say it. I feel really disrespected and pushed aside and I'm and I'm just expected to take it. I've been voicing unhappiness and everyone has told me that I'm being selfish because it's her big day, but I feel like she's really crossed the line. I told my sister that at this point I'm completely reconsidering going and she told me I'd be a horrible person if I dropped out now. What do I do? TLDR, I'm a bridesmaid in a friend's wedding. She forgot to give me a plus one, but everyone else has one. She hasn't apologized, and I'm really upset considering dropping out. Should I? And that was posted by Ill Counterculture. Another cool name. Uh, what? Damn. What the fuck is the, uh, what's this bride's deal with her, with her fucking fiance? I think she hates your fucking fiance. Yeah. Yeah. No, nah, that's, def- that's definitely fucking direct. There's no, there's no, you forgot. And especially if she brings it up, well, what if I got somebody else's plus one? Like, this is a this is a fucking beef with specifically this dude. Yeah, she doesn't like Mark or whoever. Yeah. Fucking Clarence. <laughs> huh. So, Judge, like, I think she absolutely has a right to drop out if she wants to. Like, she can tell uh, her, yeah. she can tell her to go fuck herself over this. Especially considering how shifty she's been over the, like, getting somebody else's plus one or, or something like that. No, exactly. That's that's incredibly fucking frustrating. And that's a good point about having fucking limited vacation time. Yeah. You know? And you're fucking being shitty to your fiance if you're just like, well, I'm just going to, like, go. Uh, <laughs> fuck yeah. our vacation this year. See you later. Like, Yeah, peace out. You got to... Uh, I don't know if she said... You got to point out how much this upsets you and why this is bullshit. And ask her what the fuck the deal is, because she's she's dodging something here. Yeah. You know, you Claire, gotta hope it's not that the fiance did some fucking whack shit. Uh, yeah. But regardless, you need you need a fucking explanation. Yeah. And if it turns out that it is something like that, well, then that's good information to have. Yeah, this is definitely something that warrants further communication. Um, you got to have this conversation again and you got to make it clear to her that you are considering not being a part of this anymore. I, I wouldn't feel, uh, I wouldn't feel that that would be out of turn to say, like, look, I mean, if, you know, if Mark can't come, I'm not going. Yeah. No, that's, that's, that's very reasonable. You got to get to the bottom of this. Yeah. And for all, for all the reasons that you shared with uh, us and the Reddit community, uh, you know, vacation time does come at a premium, particularly if you don't, you know, get a lot of it. Fuck that, you know. Exactly, exactly. And it's not even just, you know, camp like, well, fuck, I have to take into consideration my fiancé, but, like, this is worth it to me to go. Like, maybe your friend would be worth it, but they're fucking extra not so if they're telling your fiancé to fuck off. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, ah, that's so shitty. Yeah, it's hyper again, shitty. I, I want another reason. I hope the fiance didn't do something fucked up. Yeah, I didn't even go there, but yeah, that's a good thought. Yeah. Well, because I'm thinking too, you know, it's got to be a pretty severe reason to completely blacklist somebody's fiance, unless you're just the pettiest fucking person in the world. Because even if you hate somebody, you care about your friend, and you clearly know that this is going to be an issue. Yeah. Like, 
you'd at least let them go and then just try to avoid their fucking, you know, if you don't get along, just try to avoid them. So yeah. I feel like, I feel like there is some, something happened. If you are the bride and you don't want to talk to somebody at your wedding, you, you don't have to. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's fucking understandable because there's a billion people there and yeah. You know, you can even just give it, oh, hey, thanks for coming. And then, thanks know, for coming. I really, I just, I'm so busy. I just really, I just got to, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Fucking A, man. Yeah. I want to know what it is. I do want to know what it is. Let's, let me roll through the comments real quick. Did you anybody... already know what it is. <laughs> Let's see. She met him twice. We live far away from him. As far as I know, there's no problem. Fiance said he likes this friend. I have no idea why she wouldn't like him. So it doesn't. Mm. Ah, here we go. The only thing I could, the only reason I could think of is that when I got engaged two months ago, all of our mutual friends expressed that they were excited for our upcoming wedding. No set date yet. Maybe she thought we were trying to steal her thunder, but this reaction is extreme. Uh, that, yeah, that makes me. This could just be some fucking petty bullshit like that. That fucking sucks. Yeah. In which case, you know, definitely don't go fucking go because that's a that's a crappy friend. That is crap, friend. But push him on it. I I definitely push him on it. Explain the whole thing about vacation. Ex, you know, explain why this is fucking bullshit, and uh, and see what's up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we uh, we fucking knocked him out of the park today. We my did dude. it. We crushed it. We uh, did. did you know, Donovan, that our intro music is the song "Hanging On" by the band Knower, and that you could find their music at knowermusic.bandcamp.com. I did not know that, and I'm glad to learn. And let me tell you that our outro music is the song Stephanie by the Hayfellows. You can oh, find yeah, it yeah, at thehayfellows.com or instagram.com slash thehayfellows. No, I knew that. We say that at the end of every episode. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. It's been a good one. I like, the, I like this one. I feel me like this, this one got some heat. We brought some weird good energy. Yeah. You finna right, you, you finna overwatch some motherfuckers? I'm down. Let's get after it. Just go ahead and send me your hashtag and I'll give you a call. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Woo! Woo! All right. This has been your Radio Free Tote Bag. It's been so good to have you with us and we can't wait to see you again next week. And uh, also, I love you. Bye. Mwah.